and welcome to Gems with Genesis Amaris Camp. Today with me is Brian David Porter. And a little bit about Brian. He is a man after God's heart, a podcaster, motivational speaker, published author, and life coach who loves helping and inspiring others to reach their full potential. But before I go any further, I'm going to welcome Brian so he can tell you a little bit more about who he is and the incredible things that he has going on. And our segment today is going to be on keeping faith during the turmoil. And that really resonates because there's so much that is going on in society today that if you don't keep the faith during the turmoil, it could easily get you off course. So welcome, Brian, and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much again for having me on. I definitely, definitely appreciate it. I'm honored. My pleasure. I want you to take some time to um, explain to the listeners as well as the viewers who you are outside of your bio, because anyone could read a bio, but just hearing who you are behind the scenes and just really going a little bit further is definitely where the substance is. Okay, definitely. Well, actually, as as hard as it may seem, I was real shy growing up. Um, I could be in the room and you would forget that I was there because I wouldn't say anything. But slowly but surely after time, um, God brought me out of my shell. And some people are better at expressing themselves verbally and some people are better at expressing themselves, um, you know, on paper. And so I was always one who I could express myself on paper better. So that led to writing down my feelings, keeping journals, writing poetry, Um, the poetry turned into books. And then from that, I started going to open mic nights, doing spoken word, and that got me more comfortable with speaking. And that led to motivational speaking. That also led to um, my uh, first two books were poetry books. The third one was more more of a motivational book. And this last one that I just released uh, last month was based on the first season of my motivational podcast and also a life coach as well. So I'm definitely grateful at the awesome work that God has done and that he is continuing to do in my life. So when you were growing up, you mentioned that you were shy. What caused you to be shy? Was it just not knowing if you were going to fit in with your peers? Did you consider yourself an introvert, one who just really processed things internally and you didn't want to speak out outwardly? Or what what was your childhood like? Um, As far as being shy, I don't think it was like due to any fear. That's just, um, you know, who I was. Um, You know, when called upon to speak, I spoke. I was just... I would say I was not as not as talkative as other people, but um, you know I I've noticed over the years I tend to process things, and I you know to this day I still may not talk a lot, but when I do talk, um, people people listen. So I guess that's a that's a good thing. 
that is a good thing and i would definitely say you say to you you have to give yourself you know more courage and really be bold and courageous because i had no idea that you had two poetry books that you had already written i honestly thought your first book that you put out was on the first season of your podcast so i learned something new and i definitely want to go deep diving with you on this segment because it's so important that we learn from our past and we also learn from the trials and the tribulations that we face in our life because that is what creates our testimony amen that is so important and i believe it's so important to learn from your past otherwise you'll keep tripping over and make the same mistakes if there's no lesson learned you know it's one thing to fall in a hole the first time but it's, it's another thing to keep on falling in the same hole and that's an indication that nothing is being learned from uh, the experience so it's definitely important so on your life journey and I want you to really dig deep with this one. Looking at your childhood, to your adolescence, to your adulthood, what was the hardest thing that you had to face in your life and why? And after the why, how did you keep your faith during the hard season? Um, Growing up as a young child, I was told that I would never amount to anything. Also, my parents divorced when I was two years old. I have no memory of them ever being together. Also, on top of that, um, like when I was in the fifth grade, I was diagnosed with a learning disability, saying that I process things um, slower than others. So then on top of that, you know, um, there were feelings of others looking at me strange or, you know, um, feeling inadequate of me having to take longer to process things so there was um in one sense there was a lot uh mounted up against me um but in another sense um god used all of that as fuel to launch me and to catapult me into my destiny into the person i am today and i've learned that when a seed is surrounded by dirt um it can't help it can't help but to grow so i definitely see myself as a seed that was surrounded by a lot of dirt. But in the midst of that, um, I was like the rose that grew from the concrete. I like that because whenever you plant a seed, a seed cannot grow if you don't nurture the seed and if you don't water it, give it fertilizer, food, sunlight, and all of those qualities. So hearing you say that someone told you that you wouldn't amount to anything, um, being a product of you know divorce at such a young age of two years old when you didn't see your parents in the same household, then just going through the different life challenges, some people that may have rocked them to the point where they lost their self identity and they didn't know what their purpose was. But those things happen to you, but they also happen for you. And during those things that you endured, you grew and you surpassed what people told you you couldn't be and what society deemed as appropriate and normal. Because obviously you 
you amounted to something. So whoever told you that tried to discourage you at a young age, but you're here still standing and letting them know, despite the words that you spoke on me and about me, I rose above that. So those words did not condition me. Then to have a learning disability, obviously that did not stick with you. That was just a label that was trying to be tied to your name because hearing you speak and hearing all the things that you do um, in the forefront as well as behind the scenes is not of someone who has a learning disability. Then just being a product of of divorce, now you could talk to other adolescents whose parents may be Um, divorce and tell them, hey, I could resonate to what you're going through because my parents divorced and this is how I got through it or some um, tips, tricks and tools to just really help them overcome. So just being just looking at your childhood and having all those things lined up against you. Did it was there ever a point where your faith was challenged? There were definitely, definitely many times where um faith was challenged and as I look back now I see the challenges as something that needed to happen it's like the only way to get stronger is to go to the gym and to face something challenge you can't expect to go to the gym and have no challenges and expect to walk out the gym in a better state than you entered into the gym so and I believe um, challenges are definitely can be a good thing and definitely can be a sign of growth so um, having the right perspective definitely has a lot to do with it I love that and as you said having the right perspective that also shows that your mindset is strong and how you condition your mind so while someone is going through the turmoil because our subject is keeping faith during the turmoil What keeps you grounded and what helps you grow your faith whenever you are faced with obstacles and challenges that may bend and break someone? I think something that's real key, even especially in the midst of turmoil, is um, being able to have vision. Um, Being able to have vision so that you can see beyond what you see, if that makes sense. Um, for instance, the, the Israelites in the Bible, they they had sight, but they didn't have vision to see beyond the giants that were in the promised land. They focused more on the fact that there were giants in the land more than on the fact that God said the land was theirs. And so um, vision is especially important. Helen Keller, who was blind and deaf, once said, what good is sight with no vision? So um it's important to have vision to be able to not just see the storm that's in front of you, but to be able to see the rainbow on the other side of the storm while you're still in the storm, you know? So do you believe in manifestation? Like, do you manifest things to come into fruition? Because manifestation is also about having a vision. And then if we go a little bit deeper with uh, biblical context in Habakkuk 2 and 2, it says, write the vision and make it plain. So it's already telling us to write down what we want to come to fruition and make that plain so that God could supersede what our vision is and he could co-sign it and open up the supernatural and pour into us because sometimes in the natural we may want certain things but the things that we want may not necessarily be what we need 
That's, uh, you know, that is so true. And um, yes, manifestations is, is definitely important. It's like when you really sit down and think about it, every building that you have ever been in, every building you've ever, ever been in was once just a thought in someone's mind. So in reality, every building you've, every time you stand in any building, you're standing in the manifestation of someone's thought. So it's just a sign and a great reminder that like nothing's impossible. You know, there's, there's no limits. You know, I personally think the only thing that uh, our limits were meant to be on is um, when you're driving on the freeway. But other than that, um, there's so much more that we can accomplish. There's so much, you know, even in the Bible, it says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you you can move a mountain you don't need faith the size of an orange you don't need faith the size of a bowling ball you don't need this faith the size of a big beach ball but faith is something as small as the size of a small mustard seed then you can make you know move mountains so you know people a lot of times i've noticed people are like oh what if this happens what if this happens what if i don't do great but on the flip script you know what if you what if this happens what if you do great what if you get the promotion so i believe that um doubt is having the wrong is having faith in the wrong what if doubt is having faith in the wrong what if so it's definitely important to make sure um your faith is rooted in the right what if and just um move move towards that Mm, I love that. And I just want to hit on that again. Having the faith, the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. And for anyone who may not know the size of a mustard seed, it is very, very tiny. It's tinier than a green pea. So if it's tinier than a green pea, and if you could just imagine this, get this in your mind and close your eyes and envision you holding a green pea. Now envision something in your right hand that is smaller than the size of a green pea. Now, once you get that visual in your head, think about it. If you have the tiniest amount of faith and it says you can move mountains, imagine how much you can do when your faith level is increased, when your faith is exercised, when your faith is heightened. You could do tremendous amount of things by just increasing your faith. And yes, it's going to be hard whenever you're faced with a pandemic like we're in, whenever you're faced with a layoff, a furlough, the death of a loved one, um, a relationship that didn't work out, whether it was divorce, whether it was infidelity, whether it was, you know, domestic violence or whatever the case may be, there are so many things that could go wrong in, in society and to you, but then there are also so many things that could go right in your life. And by you just flipping the switch and turning that negative into a positive, being optimistic versus pessimistic, um, having faith and not doubting, you could see how you could change the trajectory of your future. So Brian, I want you to think about your life right now as an adult. And I want you to name off the top five things that did not go right in your life between 2018 and 2021, the top five incidents. We're going to do an exercise here. Okay. Um, 
top five between 2018 and 2021. Yes, or you could do between 2019 and 2021. Um, I just kind of want to get a, a good range since it's top five events. Um, I was due, well, due to the pandemic, one of the things is I was out of work for seven months with no unemployment. Okay, that's one. Out of work due to the pandemic with no unemployment. That was one. And also, I actually experienced, um, yeah, actually experienced a, a divorce. So, number two was divorce. Um, let me see. I, I, my, my old car got wrecked, slid on some black ice. Ooh, okay, so then vehicle accident, slid on um, some black ice, and the car is wrecked. Three. Mm. My aunt um, passed away. Your loved one died. Your aunt passed away. Four. Okay, we could we could stop at four if you can't think about the fifth thing. So we have the top four as you lost your job during the pandemic with no unemployment, so you had no funds coming in. You went through a divorce. Your old car got wrecked due to you slipping on black ice, and then your aunt passed away. Those were four incidents that happened from the span of 2018 to 2021. Now, think about how did God restore you during those four incidents, and what was the lesson that God taught you? Because that is tied to your level of faith, because those four incidents could have caused you to hit rock bottom, but obviously you did not hit rock bottom. So how did you keep your personal faith during the turmoil then? Would you like me to respond in response to each of those incidents or? It's up to you. I definitely want the listeners as well as the viewers to really get to know Brian David Porter and just see you behind you know the scenes and really um, see the humanity part of you because in life I want them to know that there's always going to be challenges but how you react to those challenges is going to determine um, the outcome in my opinion through um, through all those things you know I've um, been blessed to like build my life on the love of God you know in the word it says that you know the love of God it, it never fails, it endures so ever. So it's like when you build your life or rebuild your life on something that endures forever, no matter what comes, you know, at the end, like a tree after a storm, it, you're still standing. And so with the divorce, for instance, um, that definitely was a process. Of course, I had to realize that no matter how much you may want something, you can't make someone stay in something they don't want to be in. And, um, you know, I have nothing against her, no ill or bad feelings. Of course, I, um, you know, don't, didn't like her decision, but, you know, I have nothing against her as a person. So, um, 
God just used that situation to draw me closer. And with my aunt passing away, um, he just, through that situation, definitely was a reminder of how precious family is. And then with me being unemployed, um, God actually during that time, like blessed me way more than enough than probably maybe if I would have been working, but he just, you know, reminded me that, you know, he is my source and a job is just a resource. It's not the source. So he's able to provide for me however he wishes. And so um, that was definitely a, a great reminder. Okay. And then with your car slitting on black ice, was your car totaled? Uh, yes, the previous car was. Um, of course, with that, again, just a reminder of how precious um, life is and to, to be uh, careful. At the time, I was still up in Oregon. Um, and um, yeah, you know, I was, you know, from the previous cars sliding in black ice, I was um, blessed, you know, able to get uh, another car. You know, it was an older car and I had that car up till last month with 235,000 miles on it, you know, diligent. And um, the lesson through that would be to just stay faithful. And God kept that car. And then just last month, I was able to go from a car with 235,000 miles to a car with only 300 miles. So, um, you know, God is amazing. Wow, won't he do it if we would just let go and let God and by you just saying all of those instances that happened to you from 2018 to 2021, the running theme that resonated with me is being a tree that is rooted, sturdy, sturdy, and your root was God. God was your source through it all. Yes, the things that you went through suck. Some some people may say it hurt and some people may say, why me, God? But then God wants to see if you're going to obedient. He wants to see if you are going to trust him in the midst of it all. He wants to see where does my son's faith lie is his faith in man or woman or is it me who's omniscient who's omnipresent who's alpha and omega the beginning and the end he wants to see how is he going to pour into me is he going to still give me his grace his mercy and is he still going to praise me in the midst of it all so that was how you kept your faith during turmoil and it's not easy and let's just um keep it real here i want you to tell the listeners as well as the viewers as we begin to wind down what are some tips and tricks that helps you when you feel like you're just down on your luck when you feel like you want to throw in the towel what peps you up to keep on going definitely one thing i would say would be um looking at god's track record you know he brought me through the last thing and the thing before that and the thing before that so it's like based on his track record of his his love and his faithfulness it's like knowing that he's knowing that he's got you and being careful not to look around okay you all you may see is one set of footprints but if you're still long enough to listen to remind you that um those are the times that god is that god is carrying you you know and so definitely um remaining focused and guarding your 
guarding your what you look at and what you focus on because our eyes are magnifying glass anything we focus on good or bad it's going to it's going to magnify so if you focus on the love of god and the faithfulness of god and magnify that then it's like you're you're good so leave us now with a gem that you want the listeners and viewers to grab onto. It could be your staple scripture. It could be a quote that keeps you going, or it could be a lyric from a song. Um, I definitely like to say that God does not consult our past to determine our future, and neither should we. God does not consult your past to determine your future and neither should you. What's in your rear view mirror may be great and may have been a horrific experience, but what's in the windshield before you is so much more greater. Amazing. I love that because your past does not determine your level of altitude. It does not determine how big and bright your future is going to be. And you can't go back in your past and rewrite it. So look at your future because you have so much more that you need to do and accomplish. Because if you woke up today, you're living, you're breathing, you have your health, your wealth, and your strength. You are blessed because there's somebody else across the world that was not fortunate to open their eyes today so there's still purpose in you and that's why you're still living and breathing on this earth once again brian david porter tell the listeners and viewers who you are how they could connect with you on social media and leave your personal contact information in case they personally want to reach brian david porter Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it. Um, I'm Brian David Porter. My podcast can be heard. It's called Brian's Place. It can be heard on Anchor FM as well as Spotify. And it also can be watched on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, Brian's Place as well. I can be reached by email at David, B as in boy, D as in David, P as in Porter, 35 at yahoo.com that's david bdp 35 at yahoo.com as well as on facebook and instagram on as bride davy 888 bride davy is a combination of my first and middle name brian david um so yeah Amazing. Thank you so much, listeners and viewers, for tuning in to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. You just heard Brian David Porter on today's segment, Keeping Fate During the Turmoil. And until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Go out and be great because the world needs you to illuminate your light and shine bright because it's time for you to knock out darkness. Signing out. Toodles.